Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish as we celebrate the fifth Sunday of Easter and the 50th anniversary of the ordination of Father Walt Risden. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and to anyone returning home to our parish community. You are always welcome here. In today's bulletin under Synod Updates, we continue to highlight the similarities between concerns that were brought up at our parish synod meetings and those that show up in the Vatican DCS report. The teens and adults of our parish will be receiving the Sacrament of Confirmation this Wednesday at St. Adelbert Church. Please keep them in your prayers. At today's Mass, we join Father Walt as he celebrates his 50th anniversary of ordination to the priesthood. After Mass, everyone is invited next door to the newly remodeled space to celebrate with Father Walt. Assisting us today as our lectors are Tina Preisner, Terry Rogers, Rich McGann, and Gerald Rossmont. Our altar servers are Nick and Dan Rogers and Lenny Finkbeiner. Our interpreter is Scott Dougherty. I'm your cantor, Christine Jordanoff. And our organists this morning are Amanda Bruce and Bill Brinsner. Our celebrants today are Father Walt Risden, presider, assisted by Father Lou Vallone, Father Jerry McConnes, Father Michael Stumpf, Deacon Bob Barth, and Deacon Bob McMullen. Please remain seated throughout the entire Mass so that the interpreter may be seen. Now join with each other in singing our opening hymn, Morning Has Broken, number 855 in the Blue Hymnal.
Morning, everybody. Um, American author Thomas Thomas Wolf said, "You can't go home again." That's not true. Thank you. Thank you. It feels, feels so wonderful to be back in my spiritual home and to do what we do best. That's to pray. And so, uh, let's, see, let's see if I remember how to do this, okay? <laughs> God's house, we begin. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. And with, and with your spirit. spirit. Um, before we ask for God's grace, we ask God's forgiveness. Lord Jesus, by your passion, your death, and resurrection, you have purchased our salvation. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you call us to be the living stones with which you build your church. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you sit at the right hand of the Father. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God, mercy on us, forgive us our sins, bring us everlasting life. Amen. Amen.
Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come here again seeking the gift of this Eucharist, Christ among us. Please, Lord, walk in front of us to lead and guide us. Walk beside us to comfort and assure us. Walk behind us to protect us. In this we ask in the name Jesus the Lord. Amen. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. As the number of disciples continued to grow, the Hellenists complained against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution. So the twelve called together the community of the disciples and said, It is not right for us to neglect the word of God to serve at table. Brothers, select from among you seven reputable men, filled with the spirit and wisdom, whom we shall appoint to this task. Whereas, we shall devote ourselves to prayer and add to the ministry of the word. The proposal was acceptable to the whole community. So they chose Stephen, a man filled with faith and the Holy Spirit. Also, Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas of Antioch, a convert to Judaism. They presented these men to the apostles who prayed and laid hands on them. The word of God continued to spread and the number of the disciples in Jerusalem increased greatly. Even a large group of priests were becoming obedient to the faith. The word of the Lord. Our responsorial psalm may be found in the inside back cover of your hymnal.
reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Beloved, come to him, a living stone, rejected by human beings, but chosen and precious in the sight of God. And, like living stones, let yourselves be built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it says in scripture, Behold, I am laying a stone in Zion, a cornerstone, chosen and precious, and whoever believes in it shall not be put to shame. Therefore, its value is for you who have faith, but for those without faith, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone and a stone that will make people stumble and a rock that will make them fall. They stumble by disobeying the word as is their destiny. You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of his own, so that you may announce the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God, have faith also in me. In my father's house, there are many dwelling places if that were not, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself, 
so that where I am, you also may be. Where I am going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, then you will also know my Father. From now on, you do not know him and have seen him, Philip said to him. Master, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus said to him, I have been with you for so long a time, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you do not speak, I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his work. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe because of the works themselves. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the work that I do and will do greater ones than these because I am going to the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. I'll try not to say anything that would endanger my diocesan pension. Because <laughs> it's on TV, right? But I'm going to come close. I can only speak for the Catholic community. It was happening long before COVID, but COVID was the uh, COVID was the the football that got kicked not only past the uprights, past the people, but out of the stadium. And that is the declining attendance. At, at churches. We could have a great discussion on why, but I think it comes down to one thing. People said to our church, you don't love me. The glaring example was the abuse crisis. Not all that many bishops transferred guys who should have been in jail. And people said, if you don't love the kids, you don't love me. I'm in a second marriage, but I don't have an annulment. I've been married 10, 20 years. You told me 
I'm living in an invalid marriage. You told me I was living in sin. You said, you can't go to communion, even though I do. You don't, you don't love me. My, my son or my daughter is gay. They're, they're two of the finest human beings I've ever met in my life. They contribute to the community, they volunteer. They're good moral people, but you tell me they're disordered. If you don't love my kid, you don't love me. It wasn't too bad in 2008 and 2012, but in 2016 and 2020, I sat in the pew and you told me if I voted for one particular party or one candidate, I could not be a good Catholic. Sometimes you told me I was going to hell. Sometimes you told me I shouldn't go to communion. That discussion should have happened in a church hall or outside in the parking lot, not with me sitting in the pew. You don't love me. So who does love you? You know who loves you? Your parish church, your parish community, your parish priest who shapes and forms the direction of that parish community. I got three guys sitting up here with me who, who either ran or run parishes like that. When you went to their church, you felt loved. Why is it that people will travel up to 30 minutes to, go, to come to a, a Eucharist, a place they like to pray? even though there may be a Catholic church right down, across, right down the street. They want to go to a place where people say, we love you, we accept you, we embrace you. Bring your cross here. We'll help you carry it. The guys, the guys will be Simon of Cyrene, the women, Veronica offering her veil. That's where people experience and find out they're loved in their parish community. For half of my priest, more than half of my priesthood on the hill, I, I was blessed to be a part of two parishes like that. First St. Justin, then when we merged with St. Mary's. Um, I felt that. I think you felt that. Visitors felt that. I, I was loved here. I am loved here. That's why I drive here every week. For your 15 minutes of quiet prayer this week. Yeah, I'm still doing that. <laughs> For your 15 minutes of quiet prayer this week, I want you to reflect on what you would say to a relative, a neighbor, a friend, or a stranger who says, I'm Catholic, but I don't go anymore because my church doesn't love me.
and you say, mine does, let me tell you why. Okay, we proclaim our Catholic faith and our response, yes or I do. Question, do you believe in God, the Father, the Almighty, the maker of heaven and of earth? Question, do you believe in Jesus Christ, God's Son, our Lord, conceived how? Through the power of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, crucified, died and was buried. But most importantly, do you and I believe that Jesus rose from the dead on the third day, that he ascended into the kingdom of heaven, and one day will come again to judge both the living and the dead? Well, this, this is our Catholic faith, and we're proud to proclaim this in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Now we offer our prayers for all those in need. Our response is, Risen Lord, hear us. That the whole church may know the loving intercession of our patron and mother as we embark on this month-long honoring of Mary. We pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. For Father Walt, as we celebrate his 50th ordination anniversary, in gratitude for 50 years of radically loving service to God and God's people, we pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. For all those celebrating birthdays, weddings, baptisms, and anniversaries in the month of May, that they may be blessed and they can be a blessing. We pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. For all those on our, our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering may be eased by our prayers. We pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. We go forth in union with Pope Francis's intentions for the month of May, for church movements and groups that they may rediscover their mission of evangelization each day. We pray. Risen Lord. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Ronald McBurney, and Walter Whitemantle, Jr., may they be welcomed into God's kingdom. We pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. We remember today James Petrolino and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those that we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. 
Calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother, we pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Lord, we offer you our prayers as we continue with this day. Begin a new week. Ask that you watch over us. You guide us. You protect us. This we ask in the name of Jesus the Lord. Amen. Our song for the presentation of the gifts is number 777, Here I Am, Lord.
My brothers and sisters, let us pray. These are gifts and prayers may be made acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. We present these gifts, bread and wine, ask they become the sacrament of our salvation. This we ask in the name of Jesus the Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Father, it's always right and just to give you thanks through Jesus, your Son, for he teaches us how to live in this world that will end, setting our hearts on a world that is forever. You have made all of us the servants of creation, praising you day by day for the wonders of your wisdom and power. This morning then, with all the angels and the saints, we join in their song of praise. indeed the fountain of all that is holy. Let your spirit come upon our gifts, make them holy, so they may become for us the body of the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before he accepted a death freely, he took bread, he said the blessing, he broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and eat it, for this is my body given up for you. In a similar way, supper was ended. Jesus took the chalice, again giving thanks and praise. And he gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, blood of the new and eternal covenant, poured out for you, for all, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. 
the mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate this memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her in the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, William and Mark, his assisting bishops, the orders of bishops, priests, and deacons, the religious, and all of your people who serve your flock. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy, welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of God, Blessed Joseph, her spouse, the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise you and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, Almighty Father, forever and ever. Jesus gave us, we pray. Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil, and grant us peace in our day. In your mercy, keep us free from sin, and protect us from all anxiety as we wait in joyful hope for the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. You're going to do the sign of peace thing. Who's doing the sign of peace thing? I will. Okay. Can't be a better time to express the love of Christ that we as a parish celebrate than now. Let us offer each other a sign of peace. Peace with you, Bob. Good to be here. Lewis, my brother, thank you so much. Peace. Jerry, my brother, thank you so much. Peace with you, Bob. Always, thank you. Thank you so much. Michael, my brother, thank you so much.
God bless you. Thank you. Scott, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Nice job. Thank you. Hey, Christine. Thank you. God bless you. spread this cup, the body, the blood of Christ. This is the Lamb of God. It takes away the sins of the world, and happier we called to his supper. Lord. Lord Jesus, through baptism, we are one in you and in each other. We believe that you are present in the blessed sacrament, in the word, and in the Christian community. And we believe that the power of your love has no limits. For those who cannot physically be here with us, we humbly ask you, through the power of your most Holy Spirit, that in this act of sacred communion, we are all made stronger in our love for you and one another. Wherever we are, we are your church yearning through your grace to be witnesses of your kingdom in our thoughts, words, and deeds. Amen. Communion is number 651, Open My Eyes.
Our second song for communion is number 930, Taste and See.
Father, we give thanks for the gift of this Eucharist, Christ among us. And in turn, we ask to become Christ for others. So please, Lord, watch, walk, guide, protect, as we ask in the name Jesus the Lord. Oh, I'll go first. Okay. Hey, 12 o'clock. Is this good or what, huh? <laughs> yeah, you miss me. I know you do. Uh, I watch. I join you in prayer every week. I... Um, that was one of the good things to come out of COVID was the live streams. So weekly, um, 10 o'clock at night, I, I sit at my desk, click on my computer, and I watch both the live stream from St. Adalbert and also here at St. Mary of the Mount. I, uh, I have a Manhattan when I do that. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I hope that's not sacrilegious, all right? <laughs> and if Michael's away and Father Peter has a mass, I have two Manhattans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Peter, you know I love you. All right, all right. But I do, I get to pray with you every week. And... Uh, I get to see the interpreters. Um, I get to see Scott, Diane, and see Maggie, and I, I get to see the back of Karen Shepherd's head directing the deaf choir, and, and I get to see the deaf choir every week. And I get to hear the hearing choir. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, it's like being home, but it isn't, but it's like being home. Um, just want to introduce uh, very quickly, some people. There are three priests on the altar here. They're, they're, they're three of my best friends that anybody could ever have. Um, the first is your former pastor. And by the way, uh, since we're classmates, of course, Lou is celebrating his 50th anniversary too. But Lou alone was your pastor here for 12 years. Lou shepherded and pastored one of those parishes I talked about, where people love you. He was here for 12. The great thing for all of you is um, with the merger of St. Justin, then the merger of Mary, Queen of Peace, incorporating the South Side, you have a second priest up here who's been here for 17 years, and he shepherds a parish who, who welcomes you and says, we love you. And of course, that's Father Michael, huh? huh? The other guy up here is Father Jerry McConus. Um, Jerry was pastor at uh, one parish for 21 years and uh, then pastor at my very first parish for 13 before I retired. Jerry is the, uh, Jerry's the best guy, the best priest in the diocese working with the sick that I know. 
Is it any wonder people come to his parish, huh, Jerry? Lou and I have been friends 56 years. 56 years. And people, when, when I got to the mountain, he was here, people said, how are you two friends? <laughs> You're so, and he's so, you know. 56 years, we've been best buds. Um, I give thanks every day for that. He's celebrating his 50th at um, Holy Trinity on June 11th. So you want to crash that place, you can do that. <laughs> Michael rejuvenated my faith in the priesthood because when I was starting to get past 60, I was kind of down on the younger clergy. They were kind of conservative, uh, reactionary, and they wanted to climb back up on that pedestal that got us into all these problems in the first place. Michael is anything but that. And he rejuvenated, rejuvenated my priesthood, and I deeply appreciate that. Thank you, Michael. And Jerry and I have been friends for 50 years because my first year when I was ordained, Jerry showed up as a deacon at my parish. So three good guys. Um, people who are not here. Um, my sister, my sister came in last night uh, for a family dinner, and it was great to see my sister Barbara. And uh, she had to leave this morning. She, um, my sister Barbara is a three-time cancer survivor, and unfortunately, she's battling number four now. So um, she had to drive back to Stewart's draft Virginia because she begins uh, her first treatment again tomorrow. She needs to rest up and take some stuff. Um, my niece Amanda, her daughter, uh, Amanda's 37, lives in Charlotte, North Carolina. Amanda too is a cancer survivor and uh, she had a stroke three years ago. Recovering well from that, I got to see her on my way up. But they join us by way of uh, TV, so Barbara, Amanda, Jeremiah, I love you. I want to introduce you to my second family. These are the people that I live with. I've been living with them in the land of guns, gators, and grifters. Uh, <laughs> The chief grip, no, I won't go there, okay. <laughs> you should look up in the, in the Old Testament, the book of Sirach, and what it says about best friends. Um, a lot of you read my blog, you, you feel you know Jim and Barb Begley uh, immensely, but uh, they're just, trying not to cry, the best. <laughs> you, you should have friends like that. Uh, you know you're a part of somebody's family when they fight in front of you, huh? <laughs> um, and they taught me so much. I, I was a good priest before I met them. I, I was, but 
but they, they made me better. And I love you too, more than you know. Thank you. Well, would you stand up, please, and see who they are? All right, all right. Joy Hogel, Norma, Kathy Duffy, we pray for you every week at Mass, and so you should, they have to leave right after Mass. They're flying back to Florida, so they have to catch an afternoon flight so they can't hang around. But you should see them before you go, because we pray for you every single week. Okay, um, here's my last thing. I, uh, I talked to Scott about a month ago. I said, Scott, I'd like you to interpret. You interpreted my final mass here. I'd like you to do it again. But I'm really putting them under a lot of pressure because I said, I said I'd like to close with a, with a verse from a Bob Dylan song. And I said, I don't know how Dylan translates into American Sign Language. <laughs> my favorite song, uh, My Back Pages. And there's a verse that goes, my guard stood hard with ab when abstract threats too noble to neglect deceived me into thinking I had something to protect. Good and bad, I define these terms quite clear, no doubt, somehow. But I was so much older then, I'm younger than that now. It's been the greatest honor of my life to be your priest. I hope that during my time here, you felt as if you belong to a community that loved you. Thank you. This may surprise you, but Father Walt's directives were, keep it simple. <laughs> we have a simple gift for you, Father Walt, and it's just a simple gift from these communities that you have loved um, and that love you. And it's... You know, simple in the sense of hopefully this will be something you hold on to, you know? We know as priests, we oftentimes get things and people give gifts and you're like, that's nice. 
comes in the front door, goes out the back, right? <laughs> but this is something that's so important to you. It's a prayer of blessing. And uh, for someone who's been so pastoral for 50 years, uh, this is one of your pastoral heroes. The Holy Father Francis cordially imparts an apostolic blessing to Reverend Walter Risen on the occasion of his 50th anniversary to the ordination of sacred priesthood. Through the intercession of the Virgin Mary, may she invoke an abundance of divine graces. Mary, Queen of Peace Parish, May 5th, 2023. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Okay, two housekeeping things since Michael forgot. Um, I don't want people getting upset because of me. So don't forget, if you're in this parking lot over here, you gotta leave. You can take the Great Circle route and come back if you're staying for the reception, but you gotta leave and take the Great Circle route so nobody gets blocked in. Secondly, I have some cards at the door. Uh, a memorial type thing. Uh, if I have enough left over, I can use them for my funeral. Um, <laughs> by the way, that's the next time you'll see these three guys. Right? <laughs> Lou is preaching. Fa Father Lou is preaching, and he promises not to have any show and tell scuba equipment, all right? <laughs> Anyway, I got some cards there, uh, very simple, prayer you all know. Put it in the book of Numbers in your Bible, and when you open your Bible, it'll automatically fall there. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen. His face shine upon you, be gracious to you. Amen. The Lord look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has ended. Go in peace. Our closing hymn is number 685, How Can I Keep From Singing? We'll sing verses 1, 2, and 4.